to be kicking off this much anticipated um, kind of AMA here between Injective and, and Warp and having the team on it at Warp. Um, you know, I think that, you know, thanks for everybody who was getting ready to to listen in yesterday. Had some technical difficulties, but excited to have already an incredible audience today um, and community members hopefully joining in from the Injective side as well as likely the Warp side. Um, so, you know, with that, um, I'd love to, you know, just kick it over to brief introductions um, to kind of, you know, the Warp team, allow them to introduce themselves here quickly and then kind of give some updates on the injective side of things. How does that sound, Vlad? Yeah, that sounds great. Um, thanks. Thanks for the quick intro on your side. Um, so my name is Vlad. Um, and for those of you that don't know, I'm the apps team lead here at TFL. And one of our main projects is Warp. Um, and so I'm, I'm mainly doing the smart contract dev on warp and then we're working with Georgie. So Georgie, if you mind giving an intro as well. Yes, sir. So my name is Georgie and I'm one of the core devs at TFL. Uh, I previously worked on Anchor protocol and currently me and Vlad are building warp. So good to see you guys here. Likewise. Well, super excited for, for, you know, this AMA here with Vlad and Georgie. Um, and, you know, just a little bit of an update, right, from the objective ecosystem side of things and more specifically, um, I work on kind of the business side of things here at Injective, supporting all our ecosystem projects such as Warp, um, in addition to a lot of our kind of market maker relations. Um, so to really kick things off here, um, I would say that Warp is, is a project and, you know, team that we are incredibly excited about. Um, obviously, given their awesome and immense, you know, Cosmosm experience, um, and more generally, their kind of presence within the you know broader Cosmos ecosystem, um, you know, I think that this is a very exciting moment and and point in time within the Injective ecosystem, as we currently see several apps deploy on both testnet and approach mainnet um, across the board, um, and you know we can hop into some of those much later. But generally speaking, just to kick things off, I'd love to, you know, hear kind of what is Warp Protocol and, and how does it work and what are you guys working on and who are you working with, um, et cetera. Cool. Yeah. So um, to sum up Warp in just a few words, I would say it's a decentralized automation engine uh, for the Cosmos. And um, what that means is that you're able to queue up and kind of pre-sign transactions um, so that they're executed in the future. Um, and so these pre-queued transactions in Warp, we call them jobs. Um, and jobs are mainly composed of two uh, components. So the first one is the condition and the second one is the message. So the message is what we're already familiar with. Um, every time you sign a transaction on the blockchain, you're basically emitting a message. Um, and then, so Warp adds a condition to that, 
Um, and the condition can literally be anything. Um, for example, like if you want uh, to execute a swap and the swap would be your message at a certain price, um, that price point would now become your condition. Um, and then obviously the swap would become a message. So um, using warp essentially with uh, with that condition and, and the swap message, you're able to convert simple market orders um, into limit orders in a fully decentralized way. Awesome. 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 Yeah. And I'd love to kind of, you know, more specifically discuss, you know, for, for most of the listeners in here, I'm sure many of the injective kind of community members are familiar, but one of the core kind of value adds and attributes of the injective blockchain is the exchange module that's built natively into the chain, um, which effectively provides a fully on-chain central limit order book in which liquidity providers all the way from institutions to retailers to now potentially you know, LPs um, through the help of Warp um, can now kind of you know provide liquidity towards this exchange module. Um, we've seen a ton of traction with you know what's been going on on the side of Astroport and their native you know, native deployment on Injective. Um, I'd love to you know share with the community here any you know specific ways that this uh, kind of you know integration and, and working with Warp is also enabling you know direct value attribution and also kind of you know resting orders on the on the central limit order book and exchange module of Injective. Yeah, so um, there's there's obviously a lot you can do um, with Warp. One of them being limit orders. Um, we've also seen exploration um, within the community on on Terra, which is where Warp's already deployed of people creating DCAs, um, you know, auto restaking of, of rewards for liquid staking derivatives. Um, and there's a bunch of cool things that you can do. And, you know, having, um, ha- having this central limit order book, you're able to do, you know, um, matching to automatically, you know, execute transactions. Um, and, and the main way that Warp, you know, would add value to Injective is that all of our fees um, taken for each job would be paid in the native token. So you'd actually need injective. And then um, a- every time you set up a job, it comes with a reward. And then um, people get rewarded for executing that job. Um, and all of those uh, jobs would be paid um, using injective. And I can let uh, Georgie speak a little bit more about the, um, about the use cases in particular. So yeah, um, you could definitely leverage Warp to like build modules on top of the exchange module on Injective. So like I assume there is some interface that the apps need to subscribe to to like uh, either like subscri- to ingest their own metadata into the module or, or to leverage it at all. And Warp can be like a layer on top of that to make things easier and like to power automation on top of it. Um, Vlad mentioned limit orders. Like you, you could use Warp technically to do uh, multiple types of limit orders, like stop losses. Uh, potentially in the future, like partial executions of limit orders and like similar things. Um, you could even use them to 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 build um, more complex strategies, like uh, potentially like grid bots and similar trading strategies uh, on top of on top of the exchange module. Um, but yeah, like Warp, uh, one of the things we talked with Astroport actually was to leverage Warp as like a 
cross-chain liquidity manager for their shared liquidity AMM model. So yeah, that there's there's that as well. Yeah, and and the interesting thing here is that with all of these components mentioned, um, the the protocols that are that are already existing don't need to change uh, their smart contracts at all, um, and Warp doesn't need to change the smart contracts. So um, you're able to create these jobs and add all of these new features. Um, and I know Injective is a permission chain. Um, so you wouldn't have to deploy brand new contracts for this. It would already be, you know, fully functional, uh, within the warp, uh, smart contract suite. Awesome. Awesome stuff. Um, so, you know, with that being said, um, across the board, I would love to understand how you guys kind of, you know, came upon injective. If we could tell the community that story, um, you know, how the story of adding this incredible value, obviously, I think there's a quite a bit of use cases that we could jump in here, um, as you just noted, right? And, and very exciting from, you know, like rewards, pro, uh, you know, payouts, as you just noted, cross-chain liquidity management. I mean, that is immensely, you know, interesting um, as we enter this kind of cross-chain world, specifically through IBC um, and automated trading strategies, liquidation, stop losses, et cetera. Um, but with that being said, I'd love to understand, you know, how you guys came upon Injective and, and why you're excited about it and what kind of the, the vision is to continue building products uh, within the ecosystem. Yeah, Georgie, you mind answering that? Um, do, do we want to tell the full story start to end? Um, we, uh, we got in touch with... Um, with I think it was it yeah we got in touch with Jana in one of the meetings and then I met the injective team here in Belgrade and then we actually kicked it off live so we I uh, I met the team behind injective here in Belgrade during one of their meetups and then everything flew away naturally yeah and so um, from then on we we basically you know hopped in a chat. Um, deploying on Injective was super easy. Um, you know, worked with your team on doing that. And yeah, like George said, it, it basically flew from there. Awesome. Awesome. Georgia, I believe that, that I actually met you in person there in Belgrade then. Wow. What a small world. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I would love to also, you know, before jumping into more of these technical questions, you know, and a little bit about your guys' story, we'd love to understand, you know, we've seen several Terra-based teams and developers um, also popping up across the Injective ecosystem as some of the best and core contributors. You know, just for our community to understand, I would love to hear from your guys' perspective why you think that that has been um, and why you think, you know, obviously, right, there's the Cosmosm aspect of it. Um, but I mean, from Astroport to Warp to, you know, several other teams within the ecosystem, um, we've seen, you know, a, a huge, you know, piece of the ecosystem come from, from what was, um, at one point, the, the awesome Terra, Terra side of things. So we'd love to hear your kind of opinion in terms of, you know, why teams that were building once there and also now building within the injective side of things are so suited, um, for this ecosystem, et cetera. Yeah, so um, Terra, Terra pre-DPEG was very known for DeFi, and it was very known for UX. And so I think, um, 
you know, this is where injective kind of hits the spot um, where, you know, your apps, um, they, they look really, really nice. So for those of you who haven't taken a look at them, um, I heavily recommend doing that. Very nice applications. They work smoothly. Um, and, you know, the DeFi is there. Like injective is literally built um, for DeFi. So it's just like it, it's a natural fit uh, for, for Terra developers to go and build on it. Um, and not to mention from like the developer side, um, we have, you know, everything's just smooth. For a lot of chains, um, the, the developer experience is just kind of subpar um, where, you know, sometimes the public LCDs don't work. Um, sometimes their modules are, you know, slightly different. So um, deploying just isn't exactly the same. Um, but for Warp, it was literally as easy as taking our exact smart contracts that that we had already deployed on Terra, um, using the public LCDs, which you know are fully available to us, um, and then and then deploying. And it was just like literally as easy as that. Um, way simpler than I thought it would be, even. And um, it just seems like you know Warp, as as well as a lot of DeFi applications, are. Um, are, are, are well suited for injective, um, especially in, you know, this cross chain world. Um, injective just kind of seems like, like a really good place uh, for DeFi and, and it already seems super active. Awesome. Awesome stuff. So, I mean, I think that, you know, from, you know, and, and also this is a, a recorded space. So many developers can also come back and, and take a listen. Um, and, but also for, you know, many of the developers who may be here with us now, um, it seems from from my perspective, right, that Warp can also be a great tool for developers building. Um, and I would love to hear a bit more there, you know, specific to developers and supporting that aspect of things. Kind of, you know, what are some infrastructures that developers can leverage using Warp? Um, and how does kind of, you know, the launch of Warp on Objective benefit uh, all these folks? Yeah, so... Um... Number one, like the design for Warp is meant to be like a programming language itself. So um, right now you have Cosmosm with Rust, which is used to build smart contracts. Uh, but those are like pretty limited in, in what they can do, especially for like um, automations. Uh, smart contracts are not really known for automations, um, meaning that like usually you have to click uh, to, to have a transaction get signed or you have to have a bot um, or, or, or something like that, um, where if you want something done, um, it basically has to be done by you. Um, and, and so Warp being like super generic, like a programming language, you're able to kind of supercharge your uh, smart contracts with automations um, with relative ease. And by relative ease, I mean like we literally have um, an SDK that Georgie built, um, and and he can go over, go over a few of the features that he included in that to make it really easy uh, for developers to build. Mm, so yeah, the the SDK was designed so that you could like access um, Warp using like single line function invocations. So basically, like all the entire interface of Warp is accessible with the TypeScript SDK, and basically like. Every single read, every single write is just a single function invocation, parameterized, fully type safe. And we also included a special uh, suited syntax uh, to uh, create jobs because like job payloads are uh, stored as JSONs 
in smart contracts. And those JSONs can become cumbersome. Because like Vlad mentioned that we got conditions. You can imagine how complex conditions can be. Like it's like literally uh, a Boolean expression that contains like smart contract queries, potentially like external queries and similar things. And those can be like as big as like 300 line, lines of code of JSON, maybe even more for some more complex jobs. We also got variables. Uh, not sure if Vlad mentioned that already. So like that's the third component of a job. And that's basically your job's memory. So what happens is you can uh, manipulate internal job state. For example, you can create a recurring job in time to like auto-claim your rewards. And one variable would be the execution time of that job. And then after each execution, the next job that would be spawned after that job would be in future by like computing some, some step um, forward in time. And uh, as I mentioned, like that JSON can become very big. And we created a custom syntax that would allow you to just like more fluently and easily compose your job um, using the SDK. Yeah, so it, it's, it's, again, super, super generic. Um, you like, like being so generic, um, I, I just want to reiterate that uh, warp without the creation of any brand new smart contracts is able to uh, execute any on-chain data uh, with any Cosmos message as as your transaction. So there's a lot you can do there. Um, and then we we enable you know the use of our SDK to make it as simple as possible uh, to actually create these jobs. Love it, love it, awesome. So let's let's also discuss kind of you know the first use case of Warp being Astroport, right? Um, and for, for context here, Astroport is an AMM that is cross-deployed across several Cosmos, uh, you know, layer ones and incredible team, um, you know, closely supported by the team at Delphi um, and, and has amassed a lot of traction specific to kind of being the, the, the go-to AMM on injective for, for most cases, although there are a lot of all, all other awesome projects such as White Whale, et cetera. Um, so with that being said, you know, I would love to understand, you know, how Astroport leverages Warp. Um, you know, it's my understanding that they're utilizing limit orders. You know, maybe we could get a quick discussion of, you know, what limit orders are um, and what does it mean for, you know, users more generally um, and potentially walk us through, you know, how this works, right, where it is in production um, and kind of next best steps. Awesome. Yeah. So um, Astroport uh, recently just uh, finished limit orders. I think it was about, about a month ago or, or, or a bit more. Um, and if I were to give an example of a perfect um, integration of Warp, it would literally be Astroport limit orders. Um, so to, to, to begin from the top, um, a limit order is essentially... Um, a swap that you perform at a certain price. So imagine you want to swap, um, you know, USDC for injective um, and you want to wait for like an attractive price. Say you want to wait for like um, seven or eight dollars or something, something lower than, than the, the current price. You would set it at that. Um, and then once that price is hit, once the execution is, is possible, and, and the swap is possible for your desired price, it automatically swaps for you. Um, and so Injective um, actually integrated this super beautifully um, where they um, 
essentially used Warp on their front end to create a full um, UI for the limit orders um, where basically they, they compose messages um, using Warp. So they create their jobs um, and, and custom jobs for every single uh, limit order that gets created. Um, once you have that limit order up, you're able to manage it so you can delete it or modify um, your limit order. And all of that is done from the context of, your, of, of their UI. And so the goal of Warp is to be like kind of a backend system that most people don't even realize they're using, um, but applications can leverage to, uh, you know, expand their user base because they have more, uh, more use cases. Um, they can, you know, enable automation. And so limit orders on chain um, are, are a method of automation and they can do it um, all within the context of their own UI. Um, you know, without diluting their brand. So Astroport has a fully, fully functional UI. Um, you can see that on the Astroport Terra version, as well as on the Astroport Injective Testnet version. Um, and then the mainnet version is is coming soon. So uh, very good job, uh, very well done by them and, and super impressed with, uh, with how they integrated. Awesome. Awesome to hear. And and also for, for more context, I believe we, we touched on this kind of briefly before, but effectively this means that, you know, Astroport's liquidity will no longer be siloed to just kind of their AMM vaults. It'll also kind of be seamlessly deployed um, onto the order book as well, which is a huge value add for the native protocol itself. Um, so with that being said, I'd, I'd love to bring that directly into kind of Warp's plans for kind of cross-chain um, and all these cross-chain innovations we're seeing, um, how, you know, I, you touched on it briefly before, but what are kind of some exciting aspects of how, you know, developers on Injective could use Warp and, you know, leverage other applications on Terra or, you know, on any other kind of, you know, um, external Cosmos-based chains? Yeah, so um, I, I believe especially for cross-chain, Warp is going to be a huge help with, um, with like single-click um, cross-chain actions. And, and what I mean by this is traditionally it's been very hard um, to make everything um, atomic, meaning it's all one transaction and, and gets reverted if, if something doesn't work. Um, and Warp is going to help um, in, enable that cross-chain vision. We've already seen uh, you know, IBC hooks, which is which, which allows a transfer happen from uh, one chain to another chain. Um, and then you kind of execute something using the IBC hooks. I believe that Warp takes that one step further. Um, so now imagine you have, um, you know, a uh, some, some assets on Terra, and then you want to uh, begin buying assets on Injective. You could basically, um, in the future, um, send over these assets, they would be um, sent over to your Warp account on Injective using IBC hooks, and a Warp job could be created for um, a DCA, for example, um, all within one click. And DCAs are basically um, automatic transactions that swap to assets at um, you know, um, uh, a, a given time interval. So imagine you want to buy Injective, uh, the, the INJ token every week, uh, you could basically set up a job uh, that does that. And then, uh, you know, once a week, it purchases, you know, whatever amount of objective that you want. Um, soon, um, 
assuming we launch on enough chains and then we get IBC hooks enabled, we're going to be able to create um, all of those flows within one click, which is going to be really interesting to see. Nice, nice, nice. Okay, great. Um, you know, would love to understand from your guys' perspective, right? You know, I think that the community likely by this point has a great understanding on, on Warp and how this is really, you know, from my perspective, creating like the best developer tooling within Cosmos um, and kind of, you know, different types of, of great features that you can add to on the protocol level that kind of remove the complexity away um, and abstract that complexity. So, you know, really excited about what these guys are doing. Um, so with that, I, I just love to kick it over to you to understand what are your guys' thoughts on, on kind of, you know, the Cosmos ecosystem? I guess we could even bring it down to the level of, you know, DeFi more generally um, and, and what you think is kind of your outlook for, for the next year, or the next couple of years um, within the industry and what, you know, you think the biggest optimizations will be. would love to hear, you know, your, your, your take, a little off script. Yeah, so I'm, I'm really interested in tech. Um, and I, I think, you know, the tech in Cosmos in particular, um, is, is unbeatable. Like you can't go to any other ecosystem and have what Cosmos has. And in particular here, I mean, um, IBC and all of the ways that we can use IBC, like having all of these sovereign blockchains, uh, communicating together, talking together, um, and then now even working together. Um, it's just like, it, it's constantly being worked on here as like the number one thing that, that, you know, Cosmos devs are focusing on. And it's just incredible to see, um, you know, all of these app chains spawning up and all of them, uh, having their own unique twists. Like we have, you know, injective that's fully, um, fully, fully tailored towards DeFi, uh, fully has like, you know, this custom limit order book, uh, module on the chain completely different from another chain, but you're still able to use, you know, another chain, send over assets here, um, and then kind of seamlessly interact with the apps. And I think the future of Cosmos is going to be, um, you know, seamlessly interacting with these apps. It's like, you don't really want to know uh, what chain you're on um, as long as it works. And I think that's kind of where we're headed, where it's like um, the future of Cosmos is going to be the dApps themselves. Um, and then, you know, obviously dApps get, get, get super powered by, by these modules that are on, uh, you know, these custom blockchains. But I believe that, you know, if we abstract away uh, all of the complexities like automations, um, and, and that's what Warp is focused on, then Cosmos is going to be, you know, the most diverse, most interesting um, tech stack on the market um, in terms of what you can build and, and what you can achieve, especially, you know, with all these chains. Yeah, that's awesome. Great perspective as well. Any thoughts there, Georgie? Um, it's uh, okay. So Vlad was a good cop. I'm going to be the bad cop. Um, so I would say that Cosmos will need to solve the problem of like um, having different chains uh, spread their liquidity around and like having uh, somewhat of a clones of dApps on each of the chains doing exactly the same purpose. Like you have a DEX on each chain. Uh, most of the time they're like even different DEXs. Um, in our case, it's Astroport. So we got Astroport on Injective and, in, and on Terra and like people are using it, but most of the time they're different DEXs having their own liquidity. And I think the, the biggest problem would be 
to create a layer, an application layer on top of all of that, that would kind of provide a unified interface. So like, imagine having a thing like Uniswap over the entire Cosmos ecosystem. Like you, you want to have a DEX that has all the liquidity on Cosmos where you can provide a single transaction swap to make big trades and like not to suffer slippage and everything. Um, currently, that is a, like a, an issue in Cosmos. Um, everybody wants to, to have their own piece of pie. And we need a way to unify that. And Warp could play uh, a, a role, a key role um, in getting closer to that goal. And uh, what I mean by that is like you could technically use Warp to create some sort of like a cross-chain execution slash caching mechanism to allow dApps to communicate more, more efficiently, verifiably, and um, make them more synchronous. Like I already mentioned the, the SL AMM model that that Astroport is working on. Uh, we could have similar mechanisms for different apps um, built using Warp. And I think that will be uh, a great, great thing to solve in future. Totally, totally. Love the, love the good, good cop, bad cop approach there. You know, with that being said, um, I think the teams all really have a, a good understanding here um, in terms of, you know, what, what Injective and, and the broader Cosmos ecosystem can, can you know, get from the Warp side of things. Would love to potentially call up any, any community members that may have any questions. Um, potentially we have time for, for one or two. Um, you know, you can just raise your hand and, and uh, our host will, will let you up just straight up. Um, so any, any, any questions? The audience here? Not seeing any. Um, awesome. Well, you know, just uh, on the side of, you know, how kind of, you know, Injective progresses more generally, um, uh, you know, do you guys have any teasers or any any thoughts, you know, in terms of, you know, what we can or our community or your community can expect to see in the future? Any kind of, you know, any alpha, um, you know, for, for the community listening in today on the Warp side of things? Yeah. So, um, you know, as as we're kind of attempting to develop a, a programming language, there's a lot of things that, that you can expect to see from the technical side. Um, number one thing that I can think of right now is um, variables inside of of like messages themselves. And for those of you that don't know, messages are encoded um, using base 64. Um, so in the future, what Warp is gonna allow you to do is kind of like real time um, update uh, your messages as they're happening. So um, this would allow you to kind of imagine you wanted to calculate like the balance that you have and then perform an action. So say, I wanna spend like my balance, but like only half my balance. Uh, but you don't know the balance like in the future and, and what it's going to be. Uh, warp variables within messages is going to allow you to do that. So if you want to swap like half your balance in like a month, um, you're going to be able to do that regardless of what your balance is, um, which is super exciting and and enables, you know, a few use cases um, that uh, that people can play around with. And um, another thing... Um, another thing is fee reservations. Um, and so what would be interesting here is, you know, 
we we kind of have like a a concept called warp accounts which um allows the warp controller which is the main module in warp to execute these transactions for you um but we're kind of brainstorming a way to have you know kind of one job one account or some approach like that um where you would be able to uh reserve fees and kind of lock them up um until your jobs are done and then kind of like withdraw all of them at once um and you can do like complex uh things here like arbitrage and um and and more complex dcas and then once your job is done once your whole task is done it would kind of release all your assets back into your wallet um and so those are those are two like technical things that that we're focused on that you know will make warp even more powerful uh but on the integration side you know we're actively um seeking out and and working with partners um and so i would expect to see uh you know more more applications that are built on warp and um you know that previously uh who could not automate uh will now have automations um and so i'm i'm hoping that we're going to see a lot more of those coming soon fantastic and and you know Wink, wink from the injector side of things, I think we can see, you know, several applications popping up within the ecosystem and several that potentially could be utilizing Warp in, in some way. So um, bullish across the board here. Um, you know, with that, I, I want to note that this was kind of, you know, a recorded space so everybody can can dial back and and kind of, you know, listen in, tune in here. Um, and, and with that, you know, I think that we covered most of everything between, you know, the injective and Warp teams. You know, would love to kick it over to to Vlad and Georgie for any closing thoughts they may have, and then wrap up. Yeah, um, appreciate it, Cooper. Uh, go ahead, Georgie. Yeah, uh, let's get some questions from the audience. It's time for you guys. Come on. Agreed. I think everybody's sleepy this morning, Georgie. I see Ivan and uh, Lejeker here. Uh, those are our guys from TFL. Uh, any questions from you guys? You want to ask? Awesome. Awesome. Looks like looks like no question. Seems like Vlad and Georgie are are the best explainers out there. Yeah, I guess so. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, closing thoughts is you know I, I I really appreciate the opportunity to to come up and speak here, Cooper. Um, and and I also am super excited to to finally get into the injective ecosystem. Um, you know, help out your user base and help out your decentralized applications. Um, and you know, I think we can, we can really build some cool stuff within the ecosystem. So super excited for that. Awesome. Likewise. I mean, we, we, we couldn't be more excited to be working alongside you guys as noted for, for all the, you know, previous, previous reasons. So, you know, with that, again, I'll note, this is a recorded space. Thank you everybody for joining us today. Um, you know, a ton of exciting things coming out in the injective ecosystem. So always stay tuned, uh, to our, you know, I see. Do we potentially have one question? Hey, I have a question. Can you guys hear me? Yes. Okay. Uh, Georgie or Vlad, can you guys give me an idea for an app that I can build with Warp, something new um, that will make me money? <laughs> um, let's see. There was a there was a protocol on Terra, on Terra on the first version of Terra, that was the slow burn arbitrage protocol. Vlad, do you remember the name of that protocol? Um, I, I, I actually don't, but I, 
you can explain it. I know what you Yeah, yeah you, you get the idea. So, like, there, uh, people, like, people loved Luna and, like, liquid staking derivatives of Luna. And people were, like, usually arbing Luna and be Luna because, like, you could get a discount and then, like, slow burn it for 14 days and then get a little bit scrap of Luna there. And Luna was, like, jumping in price uh, in the meantime, so you, like, <laughs> made crazy profits. And there was a protocol that actually did that for you whenever the arbitrage was favorable. And it would, like, auto-compound your rewards and, like, have, have them uh, sent over to your wallet. And you could technically use Warp to build this protocol start to end using warp jobs. We would love to see you build that, Evan. Powered powered by warp, hopefully potentially natively on injective. I think we have several of our, our awesome uh, kind of, you know, team members here on the call today. So, you know, please stay tuned to and, and please reach out. We'd love to see, you know, and support any ongoing development within the ecosystem. Awesome guys. Any any other questions? Alrighty. Well with that, uh, again, I want to thanks everybody. Thank everyone for joining. Um, I also want to give a huge thank you to Warp for for finding the time here, um, and, and having Vlad and Georgie uh, come to speak with us um, this morning and, and afternoon and, and evening for wherever you're you're listening in from. Um, if you're a de uh, dev and you'd like to spin up a, a Warp Keeper bot to earn rewards from your executing jobs, uh, check out the Keeper Guide on Docs at uh, docs.warp.money. Um, always stay up to date with, you know, what's going on within the Injective ecosystem um, at Injective, you know, and, and our Twitter here that you're, you're tuning into. And if you're building DeFi applications and seek to join the Injective ecosystem, shoot us a message or shoot me a DM and uh, we're excited to, you know, connect and support. But, you know, without further ado, uh, again, thanks, Vlad and Georgie, and, and looking forward to being in touch. Yeah, appreciate it. Thank you. Motherfucker fucking screaming out loud, looking for mercy before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality stuck in the burbs. I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works, and we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt. We rape them under the earth, sit and wonder about the worth and plate. Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served. Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless, trying to make a living selling friendship bracelets, dead ends, dragging out the max amount of pain. Mints red down days, got them acting all bankless. Yo, fam, what? Check these token knocks. They probing this bear, flexing broken knots. I had to lay my soul down. I'm just roasting knots. And then to end a long day, 11 bowls of chronic. Never known the politic, I was born to frolic. It's been my policy to pollinate all over the plot. We got a lot of apologists jumping in at the top. We like to measure their velocity before they hit rock bottom. Over impossible loss, it's all moss. And I'm liking the odds. Fond doing the morning, forming mycological. Bonds. Flick the cap, though the road is highly involved. Flip a coin, diary falls. Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy. Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality stuck in the burbs. I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works. And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt. We rape and under the earth. Sit and wonder about the worth and play. Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served.
Trying to figure out the max amount of dinner they stacked in non-toxic Just to get a better place, smacking on the hostage Like the shit is played for keeps, clowns, white knight, and all these Maybellines They call it implausible, when model after model keeps on Ripping off the coat and going full throttle eats Tearing apart your community, all these low-hanging fruits Bearing zero liquidity, got a planet in reach Coming standard to each, I'm on the back ten Stargazing after the siege Commanding all the management to grab a few seats And then we'll round up the beasts and send a messenger east, y'all better sign a release when I'm bumping these beats. Hands up if I got motherfuckers drumming the streets. Yo, we got a few dubs, we got a couple defeats. And if you're coming for the king, you better have some of each. Motherfuckers fuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve. Mentality stuck in the verbs. I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works. And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt. We rape him under the earth. Say and wonder about the worth and Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served. Spaces. Spaces.